Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and let's pick up part two of this talk. And when I spoke to these internal medicine docs, I mentioned the, the fact that what patients are being selected for coronary CT angiography is still not perfectly decided. I mentioned that everyone agrees that if you need to define the origin of the coronary arteries for aberrant vessels, CT is the way to go. Everyone agrees. Patients can't get a cath or won't get a cath. CT is the way to go. But what about unexplained chest pain or a typical chest pain in the ER or physician's office? What about the person at risk, high cholesterol, bad family history? What should you be doing? Is cardiac CT the way to go? Well, there's different arguments about this. Some people say yes, some people say no. The whole ER is becoming a major center for cardiac CT. But again, I made the point that things are indeed evolving. If I look at some patients with aberrant coronary vessels, I mean, CT works very nicely. You can see in this example, two views. You see the right coronary. Now, as we go through a sequence of views, you can see that from the proximal right coronary, there's a vessel arising. And when you look at it a little bit more closely, you can see that that vessel is the circumflex coronary artery. And it's just a beautiful example of an aberrant vessel where the circumflex is coming off the right coronary. And this is not a critical um, aberrant vessel because the critical ones are typically between aorta and pulmonary trunk. And you can see this very nicely as we scroll down through the volume data set, whether we look at things in a volume rendering technique, and here's another series of images in volume rendering, or in this set where I'm looking at it in MIP. So again, interactivity is critical. Another example, what about this case? Uh, in this case, if you look at the 3D color maps, look where the right coronary is. It's coming way over from the left side. And if you look at it a bit e better, and I like the view always from above, and you can see very nicely here that we see the right coronary coming off the left cusp. Now in this case, it's more of an issue because it's going right between the ascending aorta and pulmonary artery. And that tends to be some of the problematic ones, the ones the patients get sudden death, the so-called malignant aberrant coronary arteries. And you can see here it is again very nicely shown. Now another example, this patient has the LAD and really the left main arising off the right coronary artery and you can see basically what you're talking about in this patient is a single coronary artery because the origin is the right, that gives off the right main, gives off part of the right, gives off the left side and if something happened to that one vessel this patient would be a cook goose. So again, I'll show it to you through a range of perspectives. I could show it to you with volume rendering. I could show it to you with MIP. I could show you how the left coronary vessel actually has stenosis at its origin. Uh, and we can really get a very nice look. Here it is again, that stenosis at the origin of the left-sided vessel, calcified plaque and minimal soft plaque in the right coronary artery as well. Now, I mentioned the patient with unexplained chest pain. And there's no doubt in the ER setting the articles now are coming fast and furious that it's the way to go. It gives better patient care at a lower cost, and I think that will be the future. But let me show you some examples. Remember I said I was going to show you some cases to try to help you make up your mind. Well, look at this case. The patient has calcification in both coronary arteries, and in fact, the Agassiz score was over 1,300. But what about the LAD? What's going on? So even in the face of calcification, we scan the patient, 
And lo and behold, look on this volume rendered image. Look at the LAD proximally. Look at the extent of that stenosis, and I'll show it to you in a few more views. Again, remember the point that if you see a stenosis, you want to see that same stenosis in multiple views, multiple perspectives. Any view, one view can potentially be an error. But here you see the very extensive non-calcified or soft plaque. And if you look carefully at the lumen, you see this significant luminal compromise. Now, if you look at this example, look how extensive the compromise is. It looks like the lumen is probably better than 90%. It's surely better than 70%. I think CT has some problems when you get past 70%, but 70%, they're going to go in and do something about it. And you can see here very nicely as well, a couple more images showing you that very extensive disease. Now let's look at another case. Here's a case where you see extensive calcifications, but look at the LAD. You actually see that the patient has an area where you don't see any enhancement at all. And this is nearly occluded, or basically it essentially is occluded. We can look at it with the volume rendered views. You see the calcification in the LAD, but in the face of calcification, it's more difficult. We then do the curved planar reconstructions, and I'll lay the vessel out along the track. And you can see, as I show you through a series of three images, that you're able to see very nicely that this calcified plaque, this non-calcified plaque, in 